0: your home for real sports talk for real sports fans, 1700 KBGG.
1: Hi, right, good afternoon, everybody, and welcome. It's the Ken Miller Show, another week's worth here on 1700 KBGG. Trent Condon's with me. We'll take you up until 2 o'clock here today as we talk sports with you a heavy football conversation as we will recap the draft. We'll do uh, three of the local teams today, the exclusion being the Vikings. We'll save them for tomorrow, but Dave Sinekin on the Packers. Jeff Hughes on the Bears. Nick Athan on the Chiefs. Scott Dockerman is our only guest in the first hour. Uh, joining us at the bottom of the hour. Dylan Mont, Cyclone fans tomorrow, 1225 Dylan uh, locked in, ready to go at 12.25. Just real quick uh, for the Vikings fans out there. I see Trey Wayne's fifth year um, has been picked up. So that was interesting. They went uh, they went corner with their first pick in the draft. Uh, that's some of the speculation was Is what does that mean for the former Spartan. Uh, but Trent, uh, first of all, how was your weekend? Oh, pretty good. Busy. How much but- draft did you watch?
2: Uh, Friday night a lot, again, though, uh, was running around, went over to a friend's house, and we were chasing the kids around for a little while, but uh, got a lot, missed both Jackson and Daniels, though. Did you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. just better away from the TV at that time, of course. Right. Get a little buzz on my phone that Twitter's going crazy, and oh. I Both
1: went that. to really good spots. Hey, your Bears yeah. got a, your Bears got a Hawkeye.
2: Yes. First uh, time since when? 1990.
1: Been a long time, right?
2: Bill Anderson is that name no, a ring? No, it about? doesn't.
1: To be honest with you.
2: Uh, I grew up a Hawkeye fan and a Bears fan. And you don't remember either. I don't. Know. <laughs> Bill Anderson. You don't remember either of your that. teams, yeah. huh? Yeah, didn't exactly ring a bell there, but yeah, it was. I was happy to see a Hawkeye go there. It's been too long. Mm-hmm. Adam Shada had a tryout, but that's about it in between uh, now and then. So, yeah, that was cool to see. Uh, and just seeing James Daniels from wearing the smoking jacket the night before <laughs> to the cool tie on Friday night that he had. Uh, but you could see the emotion that went with it.
1: It's they were they showed him on camera Trent, and and, and almost like his emotions caught up with him. While they were actually, the cameras were still rolling. You could see that. Um, yeah, it's it's got to be an amazing, amazing, yeah. the impact that this, it's life-changing for crying out loud, let's be honest.
2: Yeah, and I'm sure there's, when you're sitting there and while well, you have a group of people telling you first round and there's probably mm-hmm. others, you know, it's maybe not going to be and then you think, well, what what happens? What if I fall to the fourth? and you go from, I was going to have a signing bonus of $10 million and now it's... A lot different than ten million dollars. I mean, all yeah, what those did, things have to go through.
1: I'm not sure what his slot was. I saw I saw some of them over the weekend. I think Josie Jules was like seven hundred thousand as a third round pick. Um, you know, look at hats off to them that got
2: picked. I think in our state though is the biggest story that came out of the weekend. Who didn't get picked? Oh, I think so because well, it was so long after Josie Jules, which was early on Saturday. Uh-huh. There was nothing right, and you're waiting and. Mm-hmm. Did I miss one? I, I kept scrolling through like the complete yeah, rundown. I did too. Maybe. And like, I watched the entire day Saturday. You were you were there. Uh-huh. Darius Fountain goes from you and saw I saw that right. And then nothing in and the fifth round, right? Fifth yeah, fifth round for him because sure. the ones that we were waiting for, I think most were it was Lizard was Akram Wadley with Akram-Wadley. the two hours waiting on. And I thought Ben Neiman was going to. Did you? I I really did. I just I thought his athleticism, his speed, to go along with the size that he has, and in such a difficult spot. What what Iowa puts their outside linebacker on and the responsibilities <laughs> that they have...
1: Yeah, it gets them ready for the next level, though. <laughs> yes, it does. That's yeah. a silver lining in all of this.
2: I, I figured he'd get a 6th or 7th round flyer, so I was surprised. But the first two that you mentioned, mm. are the big ones, and the first one is the biggest absolutely. one. Absolutely. Al Lazard, after the career that he put together, playing with all kinds of different quarterbacks, mm-hmm. playing in the system... with all kinds of bad teams until this year. Absolutely. On bad football teams, continually put up numbers... You know, and it's not like Matt Campbell brought the air raid to town.
1: (laughs) That, That is
2: a team that is, I mean, running the football is where it starts. A lot of the spread, they run the football, and you still put up ridiculous numbers. And to not get drafted? That's shocking. He's a, he's a tweener, is
1: what he is. I think that's what it comes down to. I don't. Want, I don't buy this agents crap for one minute.
2: There, there's people that believe that that he had the wrong agent. That he I, had
1: the wrong. Look, and I don't how care how dim do you have to be. I totally agree, Trent. These agents aren't getting through to war rooms in the middle of draft saying, "Don't forget my guy." Right. It's just not happening. Look, Alan Lazard, at the end of the day, is seen by the NFL, rightly or wrongly, he's going to get his chance to prove wrongly that he is a man without a position at this point. He's not fast enough to be a receiver. He's not big enough
2: to be a tight end. Mm-hmm. And you've been a longtime proponent of him making that change. He should have done it a long, long time For though. as long as we've worked together mm-hmm. now, you've, you've and I, come on. He'll get a shot at the league. He'll be drafted. He's got size. He's got decent enough speed. Well, I mean, you've, you you're proven right. Now looking back upon it, two, three, four years ago, he should have made that change. No. Yeah. It would have given him a better chance because we know the chance of him as a wide receiver is zero because that's what happened over the weekend. But as a tight end, and you gain 20 pounds and you learn how to block at that level. He's probably drafted.
1: I think so. Look at Julius Thomas, who came into the league as a basketball player mm-hmm. with Denver, and he's made a huge, huge, huge amount of money as a free agent in Jacksonville now. He's no longer there. I think he's in Miami right now. I think, I think Thomas is in Miami at this point. But look, there's a lot of guys that have similar body types to Alan Lazard that are breaking the bank. Mm-hmm. The NFL is changing. He's going to get his chance, Trent. I'm convinced Alan Lazard is going to catch footballs uh, as an NFL regular player. And he went to the place that I predicted. Did you say Jacksonville? Jacksonville. I said it was in the third round, but I did say Jacksonville. Did you? Well, you got that part right. I got that part right. Yeah, you know, it had to be just look, not supposed to feel like I don't know Alan's art from Adam. Um, And then maybe, as I've said, I cry at commercials now. I'm getting soft in my old age. I felt legitimately bad for him. Sure. You know, he's got a draft party going on. Um, Tommy Burch did a great piece in the paper today you know just um chronicling his day and balloons and champagne bottles and you know 100 people or whatever it was at wherever they were at the party in Ames that just has to be like, I could see guests kind of sliding out of there cuz you don't yeah. want to you just want to I just felt terrible for him I mean that's there's Yes, he signed. Yes, he's going to get an opportunity to play, but he's never going to get an opportunity to hear his name called as an
2: NFL draftee. Right. He's never. That's you never get that back. And you'll always have that NFL free agent, undrafted mm-hmm. free agent. That now look,
1: have... there's a lot of superstars that have gone that route Absolutely. as well. But the one thing that they were all missing in their career, and maybe you know what? Maybe if you asked him now, did you know? Did the sting of that weekend? You pass that now, but after you look back at your resume and all that you've done in this league, do you ever get past that? I guess it varies for different people, but mm-hmm. boy, boy, it is. You should have been drafted. I thought. Well, shouldn't I? Shouldn't say should have. Look, NFL teams will find you. This is not an Iowa State hate thing. No, this is. This, is, this has nothing to do with them snubbing. And I read that a lot this weekend. Trent has nothing to do with that. They they found
2: a kid in Australia for crying out <laughs> right. loud. Right. Yes. Yes. And. They will find you all over the place. Yeah, it's nothing to do with Iowa no, State. There's, there's no kind of either negative stigma because, well, you know, Iowa State hasn't been a very good program. No. You know, and Keith Simpson was, gr- was a first rounder. Absolutely. And you know what? They were terrible then. Was he a first rounder? I believe so, yeah. Maybe a second rounder. S- maybe. A second rounder.
1: O- o- yeah. Assembly was a second rounder. Yeah.
2: Um, but the, there's no, there's nothing. It has nothing to do with the Iowa State emblem. Nothing. That, at all. No. At all. Not a bit. Not a peep. Not a thing, not a, that nothing to do with it. No. Lazard's going to play. It's not a Matt Campbell thing. No. Oh, well, he doesn't. That, that's something. Well, you know, Campbell just doesn't have those connections yet in the NFL. Come on. Well, now, if you listen to one
1: guy that I saw on Twitter, one Cyclone fan, that apparently Campbell was calling around after the fifth round uh-huh. through back channels, okay. The, the, okay. The, the post said. Through back channels, Campbell's calling these teams, telling them not to draft Lazard. And can't, they listen to Campbell, was part of this For,
2: post. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean that makes perfect sense. Oh yeah, well as you're sitting in the draft room, you got other teams calling you for. Hey, uh, we got the Iowa State head football coach on the line. Hey, Mr. GM, can you come over and grab this phone call? Hey, uh, I'm telling you, uh, Reggie McKenzie, don't draft Alan Lazard. Do me a, do me a solid. Yes. Yeah. I honestly read that. Um. Anyway. The delusion in fan bases. It, it reaches no bounds. It's, no. it's incredible. The <laughs> but there was process. there was a lot of, and, and I'm sure some
1: of it was. Look, if I felt bad for the kid, I'm mean, I, I mean, cycling yeah. fans had to be, you know, beside themselves. I mm-hmm. get that. Uh, Joel Lanning's going to Dallas. Akron Wadley is going to what? Oh, Tennessee. Tennessee. Good spot for him. Trent. It
2: is. You got uh, Henry there. Derek Henry yeah. and Demarco.
1: Did they cut him, Murray?
2: They did. That's what I thought. Uh, Dion Lewis signed there. Okay, but. Other than that, there isn't a whole lot there. Mm-hmm. I, I think a really good opportunity to make that. Well, I haven't heard Grant.
1: a third down back in the list that you just right. put out there. And, Lewis and, and can
2: catch the football well, but so
1: can Akron Wadley. Yes. who made a mistake
2: in my opinion, Trent? Mm.
1: I thought that that Iowa did him no favors. Kind of put it. What was the number? One hundred and ninety pounds. Yep. That, that was the number that Kurt thought that he had to be before he should uh, kick the tires after his junior season. After look, we'll never know. Right. We know he didn't get drafted after his senior season. Mm -hmm. We'll never know whether he would have got drafted after his junior season. I thought he had a better chance. I thought there was more buzz on Akram Wadley after his junior year than there was after his senior year this year. His numbers were better, both running the football as far as the number of carries. He had a much better average uh, uh, yards per carry. Uh, he caught more balls as a junior than he did as a senior. His numbers were better last year. I thought they did him no favors by throwing that out there. Uh, look, if you've got 190 pounds, you're not going to play. You're going to get beat up to come back for another year. He did. It's hard to criticize a kid for wanting to stay in school, right? I mean, right. It's too often it's the other way. They can't wait to get out of school. You only get one opportunity to play college football. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think he made a mistake at the end of the day. I don't know what, what his... By the way, on Lazard, I saw forty thousand dollars. Tommy Birch reported in the register. That's a lot of money for an undrafted free agent.
2: It's normally twenty-five
1: is a bank breaker. Yes, there's a lot of five thousand dollar guys. I right. want to see what Lanning got because I'm not sure Lanning's comes close. Oh, in I fact, I would, yeah. would bet a lot of money that it's not
2: even half right. of what Lazard got in this thing. But ten thousand is kind of ten
1: thousand is probably standard, yes. standard
2: for your run-of-the-mill if
1: they, If you've got options, mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of teams will go to 25. Mm-hmm. If the 40's right, and Bertie reported it, so I'm going to say that it is because he's a good reporter. Mm-hmm. Um, but he had a lot of options. That's, he did. And this was the team in Jacksonville that, that has a, uh, um, a big want for Alan Lazard. What so I think? don't know what, uh, what Wadley got or any of the others, the only one, and I checked my you-know-what off if somebody knows where I can find these things because I can't. I mean sport track at Port tack is really good but they're not up there yet mm-hmm. um i'd love to see them but um i don't know what Akron Wadley got i do think he he got to the right place yes
2: right opportunity and he was another guy he had a draft party saw some pictures from out in New Jersey with all his family around and just waiting and waiting mm-hmm. and waiting and and you talk about just how how desperate you have to feel just one phone call one team to to make that and and going back to the buzz around him the thing that really hurt him this year, well, there are a couple of things. First, you lose both your offensive tackles. That, that, absolutely. Fair point. I mean, you get Ike Becker and Boone Myers mm-hmm. for a full season healthy. Becker signed, too, did he not? He did, yes. I didn't see Boone Myers I didn't either. Hand.
1: I don't think I remember seeing that either. I, I did see Butker go.
2: And Scott Dockerman, who will be joining us here in a little bit. He'll have an update. Yes, yep. he's as good as anybody when it comes mm-hmm. to uh, these kind of things. So we'll, we'll get an update on that. But first of all, you lose your both tackles. so you got two freshmen out there. Playing those positions, but another thing, this proved to be a very deep running back draft group, which coming into a year you also don't know. Mm-hmm. Now, last season there were some people that did mention another thing that would help Akron Wadley. It wasn't looked at as a great running back group. So he was uh, he was like number seven on list. Trent list I mean, list can be deceived. No, I get though. it. I, I totally get it. You know, I totally get it because Alan Lazard but, was at the top of Mel Kuyper's list for how long? Best wide receiver and, available. And for, Mayer,
1: for likewise, yeah. For now I watched. Uh, I watched the NFL Network on Saturday. Did I didn't you watch ESPN? You at finally all. came along. Yeah, I wanted to check it out. Yeah. I wanted to um, see what I've been missing, I guess, because a lot of people rave about it. It's, it was really good. It yeah. uh, got to give them credit. It was. Um, that, that's a good. Uh, that, that's a good panel that they have there. Um, yeah,
2: you're right. I mean, Lazard was on that list. For long In perpetuity, for crime out loud, right. as we yeah. know now. So, you know, the, those lists, it can be difficult. The one thing with Akron Wadley, though, is the whole 190-pound things, And we've we've laughed about it and kind of scoffed at it. And how silly. What what difference can it really make for 188 pounds versus being 190? But I think a big part of this, and maybe this does lead down the path of a reason that he wasn't drafted, is because I think it was more Kirk Ferentz trying to get that commitment, getting him to put in the work necessary mm-hmm. to get it done. Because there
1: was still questions when you go back to early in his career. I I see where you're coming from. And
2: and I read uh, a scouting report over the weekend on actor Wildly afterwards. And one of their negatives they had there, it wasn't the size. First thing that was brought up was if he's a third down back, he has to be better in pass protection because mm-hmm. he was. Admittedly off. Awesome. It's it's he, he was really bad. It's true. So he has to get better there. But the second thing on the list was commitment. How much commitment does he have to the game? Well, where does something like that come from? You don't pick that up watching Iowa Penn State. You don't no, you pick, pick that, that up by picking Iowa State or by Iowa coaches brains. Right. And that's what it gets back on. This isn't a black ball like DJK which absolutely was a black ball. Yeah. I mean, any, but, uh, any Hawkeye fan that tries to tell you differently. And, and it's still, to this day, is still a black ball. Yes, and
1: it will never change. Well, at one point it will, at least you would think.
2: you know. But anyways, <laughs> well down the you line. can't stay forever. Right, right. That was a black ball. That, that's not what this is, but it is. Kirk Ferentz has a lot of respect. Mm-hmm. And part of that respect is built on he will tell the truth about his guys. Mm -hmm. And if he truly believed in listening to Kirk talk over the four years about Akron Wadley, that commitment maybe was a question mark for him, that certainly was passed along. Not a black ball, it's the truth. And that's why you'll see guys maybe at times taken higher You're like, really, that Hawkeye got taken here? Or find a good opportunity? That's a part of it too, but this is the other side. And if Kirk Ferentz believes... I don't know if he has the commitment to be an NFL running back. He's going to tell teams that,
1: and teams are going to listen when he tells them that. Uh, Let's do it. Speaking of teams, let's do a couple of minutes on some teams. I thought your Bears had a massive draft. I think if you're a Chicago Bears fan, Uh look, their arrow clearly is pointing up in that division. I'm not sure if that if that uh, is going to translate this year to them being a major player in that division. I'm on record as saying that I think that it's going to happen sooner rather than later in that division. I thought the Vikings draft was meh. I thought the Bears got significantly better. I thought the Packers had a relatively good draft, and the Lions are the Lions. Um, (laughs) But if you're a Bears fan, and I know you are, I think Ryan Pace had to pass your test. He did.
2: And for the first time in his four seasons drafting, I walked away with a smile on my face. And it start in the first round. The last two drafts, to me, were unmitigated disasters early. You got last Trubisky year, last
1: Well, you moved up to do so. When you Okay, when you I'll, I'll give you to. that. That's the point. That
2: was a disaster. Yeah, I agree. The year before. You liked, you liked who they got, but just didn't like who they, the, way the, the, right. the path that they took to get them. They got fleeced. They got fleeced. <laughs> John right. Lynch, just a couple months on the job, fleeced right. them to move up.
1: Now, we un- and we've been told that there wasn't another team that was calling, mm-hmm. but maybe the Bears felt that they're, obviously they did because they, yep. th- th- because we saw what happened in the end.
2: The year before, I just was not a big Leonard Floyd guy. I didn't know if he would be able to add the is he necessary not, He's not big enough, is he? He isn't. And, and you see that. When he's out there, oh, yeah, he's really fast. But he can't
1: stay out there enough.
2: Exactly. And, and that that's a concern here. But Roquan Smith, though, not a big guy himself. really no, For an inside linebacker, mm-hmm. he makes plays. He's sideline to sideline. I think him in, in the middle of that 3-4 is going to be a lot of fun mm-hmm. with Trevathan. That's going to be a good group. And the defense now. How many more years
1: Trevathan got left? Because I thought he was coming couple. to the end of Denver.
2: Yeah, I mean, if you can squeeze two more years out of it, yeah. I think you're happy.
1: I think you probably get one. Yeah. What about this, Trent? Uh, James Daniels gets drafted. Cody Whitehair, who I think is a real player. Yes. Um, At least early on, the first reports were that Cody Whitehair is going to stay at center. He was drafted as a guard to right. begin with, Whitehair out of K-State. A very good guard. No, he's a really good player.
2: And moved to center and was good. Mm-hmm. But I, I think it's not going to take very long for for them to realize it. And the reason that James Daniels was selected by the Bears and the first guy since 1990 that we talked about is their new offensive line coach who has connections at Notre with Dame. Interference, mm-hmm. and uh, that's where that kind of connection comes from. I don't think it's going to take them very long, though, to realize James Daniels can become an adequate guard.
1: No, he's a better center, and Cody Whitehair is a really good guard. And you got you got long white hair surrounding James Daniels. Yes, you're building a line there, Trent.
2: I don't think it's going to take. We're we're going to get our first couple of training camp reports from Bourbon A, and they're going to say, "Yeah, we were going to start that way, but James mm-hmm. Daniels." Hey, the kid's incredibly intelligent. He's going to make all the calls. He's going to get everybody in the right spot right away. White hair back to his natural position, long next to him, and away they go. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think it—by week one, I believe that's what it'll be. Daniel's in the middle, white haired on one side, long on the other.
1: Run the football, got a quarterback, got some receivers.
2: The Bears are starting to come together. It all comes down to that pick from a year ago, Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah, he'll be fine. He's going to get some coaching this year. And he's got some receivers. He's got some receivers. He did not have that last
1: year. No, no, absolutely not. Um, What about the other local teams? The the Vikings, as I said, my favorite pick, honestly, for the Vikings was the kicker out of Auburn. (laughs) I mean, Kai Forbath is adequate. Yeah. I guess. A strong leg, not as strong as this kid. This kid's got some, this kid's got a massive uh, he can boom them. I mean, he's got a bunch of 50 pluses, um, in, in his career at Auburn. Kick indoors. Uh-huh. Um, I, I, I liked it. I liked that. The fact that maybe the best thing they did is is extend picking up the 50 year option on Trey Wayne's contract today which came after this.
2: Well, and and the thing with their first-round pick, Mike Hughes, which I just wasn't a big fan of, Mm -hmm. was— Because the the off-the-field stuff? That's a part of it, and some people say he's more of a developmental kind of guy. He's going to take a little bit of time. Maybe that's the reason that they also picked up Wayne's understanding that going in, and the Vikings are deep enough that they can do things like that, or they can use the 30th selection on a guy that isn't— needed to be a, a day one starter. So they're kind of in an inevitable position to sit there with that. But, yeah, just overall, you kind of go up and down, and it was
1: eh.
2: Kind of up and down, kind of like the Chiefs. I, I'm a big Rick Spielman fan. What what he has done. Last year in particular when they didn't yeah. have a first-round pick, I thought they crushed the draft last year. He knows how to build a team. That mm-hmm. I've told you before, that's my concern with Ryan Pace. He can find guys. I still don't know if he knows how to build a team, mm-hmm. though. Rick Spielman knows how to build a team where – it's not just going out and finding the best guy, the best guy for your team. He does a really good job of that, and maybe that will prove out in this draft because individually when I look at all these guys, I'm not wowed by anything. But he knows what they need, and, and for them it's just a couple of tweaks. It's not, they're in a great spot. I, yeah. I agree with you. So maybe we, we have to evaluate their draft differently than the Bears, Packers, Chiefs just because they're at a different spot. You, right you know, now. you mentioned the
1: Chiefs. Chiefs dropped a bunch of defensive football players. All defensive. Uh, but but is there one that moves the needle? Honestly. No. The kid that their
2: first pick that played one year at Ole Miss. I mean, mm-hmm. he couldn't see the field. Yeah. It's a, another draft that uh, one offense. I like their offense. Pat Mahomes, like we talked about, Trubisky, he's got to take a step. Out Obviously, over Sammy Watkins. Tight
1: end is solid. They yes. can run the football as we know. I the like their hunt. offensive line better than others. Mm-hmm. Uh, the French doctor, as Mitch Holt calls <laughs> him, Schwartz on the right side. I think he's really good.
2: Um, yeah, I like their offense. They're fine there. But but to not take a guy, well I I a could little strange. I would have liked to have seen a fifth round flyer on a wide receiver. You know, it, like an Alan Lazard. Yes, that wide receiver group certainly doesn't wow well. I me. Mean, See any Sammy Watkins, what has he proven at this point? Well, level? that's a fair point. Not a whole lot. That's a fair point. Albert Wilson? Is he is still around? I mean, it's, it's, uh, yeah. He's not a needle mover. No, not at all. So that was the, the thing that I thought they'd at least take a fire at or a developmental offense lineman, something like that. They need a lot of help defensively, and— I'm more intrigued, obviously, with the local tie and Ben Neiman signing there as an undrafted free agent.
1: I think that's a good spot
2: for him as well. Real
1: quick, uh, but we've got to get a break. We'll get yep. Scott document coming back. More, more on the football coming up. Um, I've I got to bring up the Cubs this weekend. I mean, <laughs> you, you don't see too many of these games anymore. They they sweep the Brewers and did so going back to Thursday in order one nothing 3-2, 3-zip, 2-zip.
2: Starting pitching? Wow. I watched Chatwood yesterday for the first time for an extended look when he's humming. Boy, is he good.
1: Colorado pitcher getting out of Colorado chance. Yes. You got to take a flyer on these guys. Montana yeah. was terrific the day before.
2: Well, they took more of a flyer. I mean, 4 years 36 is well, more that's, than a flyer.
1: Sure. Uh that's a good point. <laughs> they paid for that flyer. But they the, the, but they they identified a kid that they thought might be uh better than uh the the numbers say that they are. Um Professor was fine. Mm-hmm. Look, they, they pitched their, unit. know, what's up? Bullpen was good.
2: Baez was good. Good to see Chris Bryant back in the lineup. Yes. Um and the back and forth with the social media, the Brewers and Cubs. I no, get a that out was of outstanding, and the fans going back and yeah. forth. This is I mean, the Brewers are still a young team, though they went out and brought in Yelich this year and Lorenzo Cain. Mm-hmm. This is still a team on the come. I think this is going to be a fun.
1: Gotta, they got to address their pitching staff. They do. Although, look at they they did.
2: It's not like the Cubs hit the you know what
1: out of the no, baseball no. this weekend, and that's a pretty offensive minded uh, baseball team over there. Right. So. You know the, but I agree with you. I think the Brewers uh, that that's the concern on that team. But you know the Pirates aren't going away at least for now. At least as we come to the end of April, uh, they were they were doing exactly with for every Cubs wins, the Pirates were countering, doing yeah. the exact same thing. Uh, fun 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 weekend in baseball over on the north side. We got to do some hockey later on. Well, that Was a blow. Ooh. that was a tough one for my squad last yeah. night.
2: What was it when it went in? A holler last night? Was it a collapse? What, um it was switched to billions. <laughs> right away. <laughs> right away. Right away. Yeah. Um didn't wanna didn't want to dwell on it at nah, all.
1: Yeah, I couldn't fall asleep. I had trouble falling asleep though. Yeah. Just what if, right? Going home up two zip.
2: Double OT. Those are two good hockey teams, Trent. Really good. Those yeah. are the best two teams in hockey. You can say it. I uh, but just watching the difference between them and some of the other series, it is high level hockey. Oh my God. Nashville's loaded, Jets are loaded. Yeah.
1: And here's the thing. Jets aren't going to lose one. Well, maybe Stastny, but but still. And Preds. Uh, the, the, if you're a Blackhawks fan, and I know there's, there's a lot of them here in the market, yeah. being in that division, look, they've had a wonderful run, right? Three cups. You wouldn't trade that for anything. Window, shut. <laughs> uh, we'll come back. We'll uh, We will talk to Scott Darkham, and we'll go around the Big Ten with Doc. He really branched out, did a lot of things for Land of Ten on some of the other Big Ten schools in their draft this week. Again, Dylan Montz tomorrow. Cyclone fans, this time tomorrow, Dylan will be chatting with us. Trent and I will be chatting with you when we come back. Scott Dockerman joins us. Ken Miller Show, we are underway on a Monday, 1700 KBGG.
3: Hey, it's Bill Ryder. Nice to be talking to the home crowd again in central Iowa, where I was raised, where I got married. The show is right on you, 5 to 9 p.m. weekdays on Des Moines Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Hey, guys. Nate Adams. Buying jewelry can be scary. When I was ready to propose, I went online first. But then I stopped by Christopher's Fine Jewelry. Christine showed me the four C's and helped me understand what I was buying. I got a ring that my wife loves to this day and a relationship with a local jeweler that is so important. If you're ready to propose, go to Christopher's today. Special engagement pricing going on now through April 30th. Learn more at christophersjewelry.com.
0: What type of people will create a world without type 1 diabetes? We're the lift each other up type the more determined than you think type
3: the type that will walk for life changing research and stop at nothing
0: until type
2: 1 becomes type none join a JDRF walk near you so one day you could say I helped turn type 1 into type none take the first step at walk.jdrf.org
3: and now an ad from dad save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's what man. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff.
0: Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations.
4: How many times a day can you fuel up and go at CVS Pharmacy? Let's find out. It's 8 a.m. and you're leaving the gym. You head to CVS to refuel and boom, two for $3 Gatorade. That afternoon, the slump hits. Vending machine? Nope, CVS, where boom. Kind Bars, buy one, get one 50% off. Finally, it's 5 p.m., so you hit CVS before the commute and boom, buy one, get one 50% off Gold Emblem Nuts. Stop by CVS Pharmacy and fuel up and go on smarter snacking and beverage options. Restrictions apply. See cvs.com slash weekly ad for details.
2: Help support children at risk
0: right here in your community by buying a ticket to the Cinco de Mayo-themed Wild About the Child Shindig on Saturday, May 5th at 6 p.m. at the gorgeous Steinbarn in West Des Moines. All proceeds go to children who attend Wildwood Hills Ranch. Buy your ticket today at bidpal.net backslash whrshindig. That's bidpal.net backslash whrshindig and join us in our mission of transforming lives.
2: To enjoy life indoors during Iowa's hottest months, call Logier Heating and Cooling. Right now, you can save $3,400 or more with combined rebates on a new Dave Lennox Signature System from Logier. Check out LogierHeatingCooling.com for details. For over 110 years, Logier has made Central Iowans happy inside. See customer reviews on Google, Facebook, and the Des Moines BBB website. Call Logier at 267-1000. We make you happy inside.
0: It's time for your daily dose of Hawkeye coverage on 1700 KBGG.
1: Does Big Voice Guy have one of those for Iowa State? He does. Good. Yes. Yes. That's the first time I've heard that. Have we not played that before? Uh, A couple of times. i I, I, I floated in there. Yeah. All right. Uh, As long as we have one, got to keep both of them happy. You want to hear
0: Yeah. It's time for your daily dose of Cyclone coverage on 1700 KBGG. You see,
1: we got them both. We do. Well, we're a day away from Dylan Mons joining us. Uh, he'll be here at this time tomorrow. Right now, Scott Dockerman, Land to 10. He recaps uh, the weekend uh, as far as the NFL draft goes, uh, and he joins us. Scott, Trent, and Ken, thanks for coming on. The Land to 10 kept you busy this weekend, Scott Dockerman. Guys put out a ton of content.
4: Yeah, I was busy. I mean, we had uh, you know stories ready to go for players who were drafted, those who weren't, and then uh, you know probably the craziest part is the aftermath of the draft and just trying to get a hold of as many uh, former players as you can and find out if you know if they've been signed or if they've agreed to terms or if they got tryouts coming.
1: You know, I want to start with Josie Jewell, and maybe it's my Broncos fandom that uh, leads me to starting uh, with with the. Uh... The outlaw I, I, I think he's in a, in a terrific spot. I really do. I know that he visited there uh, during the process leading up to the draft. I, I read a lot of stuff on my on my squad and um, and, and maybe that maybe the co- coaches say the same thing about everybody that visits, but they were just glowing um, team captain they, they wanted to you know bring in team captains and I think they got three of them, including Josie Jewell. he's in a great spot, doc. Did you have an opportunity to catch up with him?
4: Uh, I didn't talk to him personally, but, you know, just knowing what he did and and where he landed, as you said, there can't be many better places. I mean, you know, it's a, it's a primarily a three, four defense, uh, you know, two inside linebackers. I think that works for him. Uh, You know, uh, they have two that are pretty good and Brandon Marshall and Todd Davis, but I think he's got a chance at worst to be a, the third guy inside, play a lot of special teams and eventually work himself into that position. And, You know, and what I know about Josie, obviously, we've all seen what he can do on the field. But, you know, his leadership is well beyond what he shows and, you know, and how he tackles and whatever. And, I mean, he he brings a level of accountability that I had not seen around here. So, I think what he'll do is he'll immediately go in and and prove that with Denver. And, and, you know, as, as you mentioned, you know, getting teams that have, like, team captains and what have you that, uh, just uh, you know, infectious you know to the to the roster. If you want to have a certain attitude, you want leaders and guys who do it the right way. And Josie Jewell's in a great place, and I have no, I, I certainly believe that he'll do whatever he needs to do to to secure a job and and win.
2: Doc, uh, we talked on Friday after the Thursday night opening round, a surprise to many people: James Daniels and Joshua Jackson not taken they both go in the second round, both get, get to stay close to Iowa City relatively in Chicago and Green Bay, respectively. Of those two, who are you more surprised wasn't a first-rounder?
4: Uh, that's a great question because I think towards the end I was surprised with both, but I'd probably go a little bit more with James Daniels because there was a lot of, there were a couple of centers that did go in the first round and Frank Ragno and and uh, and Billy Price, both of whom were injured at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ragno you know, played about, Five to six games last year, and injured his ankle and had ankle surgery. He's a really big, physical, tough center. But the Lions picked him, and then right after that, Billy Price went to the uh, uh, Bengals, and he was, he had a torn pec muscle, um, you know, during the uh, uh, workouts in Indianapolis. So uh, you know, you automatically kind of look and say, okay, next guy up. And that would have been James Daniels. And uh, but they ended up going, and he didn't. And then there were some teams that could have used him. I thought later on in the draft, and they chose not to. And So I would say him probably, I mean, going into this whole process though, I thought Josh Jackson was a top 10 to top 15 pick. And uh, so I was really surprised he slipped as far as he did. I guess uh, one of the things with some of the other cornerbacks, they have a little bit more position flexibility. I think they can play inside, play special teams. So, you know, maybe they'd be their returners. And I don't think Josh is quite built that way. He didn't do a very good job of that last year, although he was terrific, uh, you know, in coverage, but, I think that may have contributed to that, but, you know, both of them landed in good spots. I mean, Green Bay could use help in the secondary, and certainly Chicago uh, can at either guard or center, and I I think eventually... You know, he'll move into that center spot, and Cody White here will move to left guard, and then they'll have a really solid interior in Chicago for a while.
1: Uh, Trent and I both feel the same way. Uh, we, uh, we had that very discussion earlier. Scott Dockerman landed 10 is with us. Doc, of the guys that signed as undrafted free agents, I know Trent likes a Neiman with his landing spot in Kansas City. I get his take on that. Uh, he could be onto something here. Might Ike Betker be the guy that. Um, you know, landing with the Bills, they—that's a—that's an offensive line that needs some help. As you point out, Richie Incognito, he's—he's he's gonna play. He's not gonna play. He's gonna play. He's not gonna play. Um, you know, obviously, Butker. We will never know where he would have been drafted had he been able to play his final season after being his three-year starter. Might he be in the in the best spot to to make the quickest impact as an undrafted free agent?
4: I think he or, or Akram Wadley, one of the two. I mean, you know, I think Becker is in a spot where he might be able to work himself into you know, potentially starting. I think, you know, if he stays healthy, he's got a really good chance because, you know, they only drafted one offensive lineman and, you know, and they've, they lost three starters. So I think he could work his way in very quickly if he can show it. And his versatility, he can play multiple positions. I think he's probably a guard at the next level. Um, I yeah I think he can really get in a good position quick and um, so I would yeah I would agree with you in looking at the big picture he's probably in the best position. Um, Akron Wiley, I think's in a really good spot in Tennessee. That was a team that only had four draft picks. Uh, you know they they uh, have two running backs primarily running backs and Derek Henry and then they picked up Dion Lewis in the off season. But but you know, Lewis hasn't been healthy his whole career really. He, last year he played his first full season. Um, and, you know, Wadley's going to go in probably as the third running back. And as an undrafted free agent, you want that opportunity, and he certainly has it. Um, you know, Sean Welsh, I think, you know, either Welsh or, or uh, Wadley were the two surprises that, to me that didn't get drafted. You know, I mean, Welsh started 48 games in Iowa in, in over four years. You don't have that kind of, you know, uh, durability and, and, you know, and playing at a high level unless you're pretty good. So. Now, um, I think what he'll have to do is probably transition maybe to center, and I think that's probably his best position at the next level. He was a better guard here at Iowa, but if he can do that, then I think he's got a chance at it's sticking as a swing lineman and maybe even a spot starter. Um, you know, as you mentioned with Ben Neiman, I think that's going to be tough. I, I think he's got a chance. Um, you know, he's, he's a good player and a hard worker, and I think he's, like a, uh, you know, a sub package guy and a special teamer, which I think we've all pegged him as. Um, you know, it's just uh, you know, they did they, they have a full assortment of linebackers already starting and they drafted another one in, you know in, in the draft. So but, you know, he, he's a good player. I think he he might have a chance to, you know, if not be a, you know, a, a member of the team, certainly a, a practice team player and could elevate into that role.
2: Uh, one of the guys that we were wondering about, and I saw you had it updated at Land Ten. Boone Myers uh, is going to get a couple of tryouts. Also, James Butler, who had uh, his senior season after the grad transfer, uh, hit down with a bunch of injuries. Those guys, each with the tryouts, with a couple of different teams. Doc, if you can explain exactly how that works out, guys working out for a couple of different teams.
4: Yeah, uh, you know they go to one team one weekend and one team the following weekend, and. You know, the tryout period, you know, basically any kind of thing ends if somebody actually wants to sign them. Uh, but, you know, the teams do this all the time. They'll bring in, you know, maybe they have five spots, maybe they have eight spots, and they'll bring in 20 guys, and they'll work them out for a couple of days, and then at the end of it, then they decide if they want to sign them or not, and and uh, move on. And I think Boone Myers, it, I, I think it would be crazy for a team not to sign him. I mean, you know, yeah, he lost a lot of his season last year, but... Um I, I'm bullish on Boone Myers. I always have been. I think he's going to be a really good player for somebody. So, uh, yeah, he's got a tryout this weekend in, in Baltimore, the next one in Indianapolis. And the Bears called after that to want them to have a tryout, but he was already scheduled for the Indianapolis one the second weekend. And, and really there's a quick way for, for that all to end. is just a team say, okay, we'll just mm-hmm. sign you and bring you to camp. <laughs> uh, James Butler's got two as well. You know, the Jets and the Redskins back-to-back. Matt Vandenberg's going to the Jets. Um right after the same weekend as Butler. So, you know, they're, they're competing for a spot, but not against one another necessarily. And it's a tough way to go. Um, you know, there's no doubt about it. I mean, teams, you know, in the past, I, I remember a couple of Iowa guys that didn't get signed. You know, Kevonte Martin Manley, well, I think he went to the Browns in 2015, I want to say, and didn't get signed and didn't get any other opportunities. And Jordan Kanzeri went to a couple of different teams. Uh, in 2016 and he didn't get signed and he's been playing in japan and now i think he's playing somewhere in, you know on in a, in a lower level now but uh so these are not easy um but they do show you know give you a chance to at least showcase your abilities at, at a camp and um you know and a and guy that i haven't heard yet from is, is drew ott and it's been a while and you know but he would i i just i would like to see him get in a camp because i think he's got an opportunity if he can ever showcase his abilities, I think he would get signed and and be a pretty good player.
1: Mm, yeah, it's got to happen sooner rather than later. Hey, Doc, do you think um, did Akron Wadley make a mistake by coming back for his senior year? I, I I sense way more buzz around him after his junior year. Trent made a good point when I was when I brought this up earlier. You know the 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 offensive line this year losing both tackles that we just talked about them, um, but there was a lot of buzz with Ikram Wadley after his junior year put up phenomenal numbers both catching the football and running the football way better numbers junior wise than his senior year. Did he make a mistake that uh, you know that 190 pounds that uh, that Ferentz wanted to get to to be at before he you know he, to thought about uh, declaring for the NFL draft. Hindsight being what it was, is was that a mistake?
4: No, I think his mistakes were in in March. Um, I, I mean, you know, he's not he's not a full you know guy who's gonna he's gonna be a three down back for anybody. He's just not big enough. And I think what you know, not running a great time at the combine or his pro day, and not taking part in any agility drills at the combine, I think really limited him. You know, with with scouts. I mean. Let's face it, you know, there are wide receivers and running backs, there are a dime a dozen. You know, that once you get past the Saquon Barkley's and a handful of others, you know, who, what's the difference? They all have the same size. They all had a great years. They all are similar in, in this and that and the other thing. But, you know, Akron Wadley's agility is probably, you know, his strength, his overall speed, he proved it wasn't as necessarily his strength. And, and so I think if he would have showcased his, his quickness and in some of those, you know, in some of those uh, trials, I think he would have done and had a better chance. Now that said, he was right there at the edge. And last year, I know Mel Kiper had him at one point like the sixth top running back available. And but you know, he also had Sean Welsh at one point as like the sixth top guard available. So things happen. It's just I, I don't think it would. I thought I think it would have been the same result had he come out his junior year.
2: All right, Doc, uh, jumping over, newest article over at Landa ten dot com. You have an update on the Hawkeye baseball team. Michigan came into the weekend on a twenty game win streak. The Hawks take two out of three, including a walk off yesterday. Are we looking more and more likely like another trip to the NCAA tournament for this Hawkeye baseball team?
4: I think they got a shot. You know, if their pitching can hold up, I think they've got a really good chance. I mean, you know, this week is a is a really challenging week, you know, and teams don't do this very often, but you know, just out of nowhere, they decided to schedule Missouri, uh, you know, which is, uh, you know, RPI is in the top 25 and, and for a single game here. And then next uh, weekend they play Oklahoma State, who's leading the Big 12 uh, with a 15-3 and record, or is coming to Iowa City for a three-game series. So you've got two teams in the top 25 and the RPI coming, and the way Iowa's played in Big Ten play, um, yeah, I, I mean, they're a scary team again. And they they drew the short straw. I mean, in the Big Ten – you play eight out of the twelve teams in series, and they've played out of the, the you know six other teams with winning records, and count, not counting themselves, they've played five of them. You know that's that'll change. You know your your record's not going to be the same as somebody who plays a lot of lower level teams. So I think this is um, that once again, you know you look at Rick Heller and the amazing job he's done, um, and it just continues that there just hasn't been a letup. That they're continuing to be a very good team, and one of these years they're going to have it all put together at the same time and they're going to be they're going to be in omaha it's just a matter of you know, it might not be this year, but I think it'll be happening, maybe in the next five years.
1: Mm-hmm. Got Docman landed ten. Doc, last thing for you. Back to football. Um, as, as you're watching the draft unfold, I know you did a lot. On uh, you, you did a seven round mock draft, which is an unbelievable undertaking. Mm-hmm. Um, was there one guy, not a first rounder, but a, a Big Ten alum, that uh, has now heard his name called? That you think, despite the fact that he wasn't drafted until blank round, he's going to make a major impact uh, in the NFL? Who would that one Guy B uh, from a Big Ten school.
4: I've always liked uh, Jwan uh, Bentley from uh, Jwan Bentley from Purdue. He's a big, physical, probably two round type of, two to down type of running back or linebacker. I'm sorry, and uh, you know he's like 260 pounds, but he was great at Purdue, and I, I want to say the Steelers drafted him in maybe the sixth round or something like that. I, I've thought that he's got a chance to be uh, you know a special player. And, you know, I, I did a list of like my five Big Ten guys beforehand that I thought were a little underrated, and he was one of them. And uh, among the others, uh, there was, uh, you know, Steven Richardson. He didn't get drafted. He's like 5'10", 300 pounds. They call him the stove. He's from Minnesota. And, uh, you know, just a, you know, a load. James Daniel said he was the most difficult guy he had to block because He's got good moves. He's got good quickness, and he just—he's so low to the ground, it's almost impossible to move the guy. So, um, you know, he signed with the, San, or the Los Angeles Chargers, and I thought, man, that's a—that's a heck of a pickup there. So, um, I, I would start there as kind of the, the lower level guys. You know, Jack Sitchy yeah, you know, those. was injured a lot. Yep. You know that that was a that was a real pain. Uh, you know, I thought for him, but you know, other than that, you know, I, I thought a lot of guys went in some pretty good rounds. Nebraska kept its streak going with Tanner Lee, yep. who has an incredible arm, but what else? I don't know. <laughs> you know I've true. seen him too many times to say I would want him, but maybe maybe his arm strength is enough that that, uh, um, that somebody won him. Oh, by the way, it was the Patriots that drafted Bentley, not the Steelers. So, I mean, Teddy Bruschi type, big physical two-down guy. Uh, you can't go wrong with him.
1: Good stuff. We can't go wrong uh, when you join us, Doc. We appreciate it. We will uh, talk to you next week. Scott Dockerman, Land of Ten, along with Bobby Leges. Thank you, Doc.
4: Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Appreciate
1: it. Scott Dockerman, Land Ten A really good site. ton of content up there. If you're a Hawkeye fan, if you're a Big Ten fan, land of ten. We will take a timeout, come back, finish up the hour. Uh, Heavy NFL with the local teams coming up. We'll do Packers, Bears, and Chiefs before we get out of here too. On 1700 KBGG. You found your home for real sports
0: talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. 1133. Villaggio three. Italian restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you
4: Dell. We know running a small business takes hard work. As a thank you for all of Small Business Month, we're offering up to 40% off select PCs with 8th Gen Intel Core processors and special financing with Dell Business Credit. Call 877 by Dell to speak with a small business technology advisor today. That's 877 by Dell. Special financing available to qualified business customers when using Dell Business Credit. Go to dellcom
2: promos for details. Guys, Trent Goddard here again for New Leaf Wellness. Warm weather is going to be here before you know it, and if you added some pounds during the winter, New Leaf Wellness can help you. Great treatment programs designed specifically for you. I'm on the GAC and MIX. It has helped me not just lose weight with my energy level, no more lulls in the afternoon. Give them a call today. Set up a free, no-obligation consultation. 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Let's feel better together with New Leaf Wellness Centers.
0: Join Coach Ben Jacobson, Fran McCaffrey, Steve Prome, along with new Drake coach Darren DeVries, along with their wives as they form one team with the American Cancer Society for the 11th annual Coaches vs. Cancer Gala, presented by hy on Friday, May 4th at the Ron Pearson Center in West Des Moines. A great opportunity to gather with friends, family, colleagues for an evening to honor those who are currently facing a journey with cancer, to celebrate all cancer survivors, and remember those who have lost the battle to cancer. Don't miss this special evening and the opportunity to make a difference for cancer patients and their families. Contact Katie Knutson at the American Cancer Society to purchase tickets. Call
1: 515-727-0058 or visit coachesversecancergala.com.
0: You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? Well, find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options.
1: A couple of minutes uh, as we finish out the hour here. A a lot of NFL conversation coming up in hour number two. Uh, We didn't touch on the NBA. Uh, What an entertaining basketball game to start off Sunday in sports yesterday. LeBron Oladipo, uh, they were unbelievable.
2: It was, and really enjoyable overall when you uh, just, it's a game seven. How come they didn't flip-flop those two games, though? Great question, right? I'm like, really? You're putting game seven well, selfishly it was good for me because I had plans right. last night. <laughs> yeah, but I figured the two thirty start would have been the game seven. No. You put that more in the wind uh but regardless, I got a chance to watch basically the whole second half, start to finish. Little one was napping the whole time. Perfect. She took a long nap. Oh, I was so happy. I mean I was I was tickled pink and it's LeBron. I mean I was rooting for them just because mm-hmm. the story, it's more interesting. Mm-hmm. And Corver,
1: I mean, yeah. the past Corver found him cutting through the yes. uh, little give and go. There. That, was that was a really good play.
2: And uh, we get a, a fun one starting tonight. I think we do. Sixers. Yep. And then
1: certainly the, the favorite. They, and deservedly so. I mean, they're giving points. The Philadelphia 76ers are a road favorite. The NBA playoffs. Against the Boston Celtics. Didn't think we'd be saying that before the year. Oh, that's for sure. We'll come back with the second hour of the program. Dave Siddikin on the Green Bay Packers. He kicks things off. Trent and I are here until 2 on 1700
3: KBGG. Hey, it's Tiki Barber and Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki and Tierney, giving you the big scoop on all the games. Afternoons on the Big Talker 1700 KBGG. Boom! Hey guys, Nate Adams. Buying jewelry can be scary. When I was ready to propose, I went online first, but then I stopped by Christopher's Fine Jewelry. Christine showed me the four C's and helped me understand what I was buying. I got a ring that my wife loves to this day and a relationship with a local jeweler that is so important. If you're ready to propose, go to Christopher's today. Special engagement pricing going on now through April 30th. Learn more at Christopher'sJewelry.com. Heavy, heavy rain this morning, causing backed up traffic all the way to Please move all laptops at least. Folks, We're number nine on the list for takeoff, so, ascendant, keep those seatbelts
2: fast. Of rise with
3: about- Welcome to Weston. Travel
4: can be disruptive to your well being. That's why at Weston Hotels and Resorts, we have rejuvenating heavenly beds, a nutritious superfoods RX menu, and a workout gear lending program to help you stay in control and rise above it all. Weston, let's rise.
0: When it comes to hiring, you don't have time to waste. You need to get to a short list of qualified candidates fast. That's why you need Indeed.com. Post a job in minutes. Set up screener questions based on your job requirements. Then zero in on qualified candidates using our intuitive online dashboard. Your time is precious. Let Indeed help you get to your short list of qualified candidates. Post a job today at Indeed.com hire. Search for greatness. Search Indeed.
3: One of the scariest things that can happen to pet owners is having your pet go missing. That's why the Animal Rescue League of Iowa has partnered with iowapetalert.com to help reunite lost pets with their owners. We post every lost pet that arrives to our doors on this website within 24 hours, and the public can post lost-